Hey guys, uh, thanks for joining us for another episode of Maiden Voyage. Today we're going to be talking about the importance of continuing education and always maintaining that growth mindset. So we're going to talk about some of our favorite avenues for learning as well as some personal insights that we all have and how to find the perfect method that works for you so that you're always learning. So let's dive in. Women face unique challenges, from glass ceilings at work to everyday personal stressors. The Maiden Voyage podcast covers it all, offering tips and tricks for overcoming your struggles. While this lady-hosted podcast focuses heavily on women's issues, it's relevant for anyone who values self-improvement, equality, and badass inspiration. We all navigate this journey together. Welcome aboard. So the topic of continuing education this is a tough one. It gets misconstrued all the time of what it actually means. And I'm just going to dive into the heavy real quick and just throw it right out there. The schooling is not always the answer to continuing education. Um, I think we hear it really often like, oh, you want to learn more? Uh, go back, get your master's, get another degree, you know, do online certifications. And sometimes I, I think it just gets a little clustered in what it means to always be learning. To me, it means being curious always and to like, if something interests you and you don't understand it, dive into it. I mean, don't be afraid to go down the rabbit hole that is the internet of your favorite like blog and just keep digging and digging and digging. And I do that a lot with SEO. Um, I do that in particular whenever I'm using particular marketing tools and getting the hang of using a new tool. And if there's a particular feature that's on the tool that I don't understand, I am going to be scouring the internet to find out exactly what that is, how it can help me, and basically work backwards to like get back to the core competency of what it is. So staying curious and always keeping your mind going is super important. And that actually reminds me that Jen, I know you're always reading something and I feel like you're going to have something to say about what we should be reading to keep our minds sharp. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I just feel very strongly in general that reading is an important element that everyone should try to integrate into their life. Even if they're not necessarily like a book reader, you could listen to a podcast or you could listen to a ebook or something like that um, to kind of scratch that itch. And for me, I always try to read a career oriented, like professional book for marketing, like as the field that I'm in, but whatever listener, whatever field you're in, that should be the professional book you're reading, as well as just a fun fictional book so that reading doesn't become this like stuffy regimented thing that feels like work. You should be in a career where you have a passion for it and you're excited about it. And quite frankly, you want to keep learning and you want to keep growing because you inherently find it really interesting. So my suggestion would, to, would be to even after you get the degree, even after you're at school, make sure that you're picking up books in your field and keep reading. And they don't even have to be like how-to books, although they could if you want to learn like a new software or solution or something, but they could just be ways to keep yourself inspired within the field um, per se. And like you were saying too, Carissa, it's super important, I feel like, to subscribe to different blogs or avenues or all of your marketing channels and be able to have that stuff resurging in your feed constantly, like on your LinkedIn, 
or wherever you prefer to silo it. You know, maybe you want to keep that stuff off of Facebook, but again, you could if you want to. It's just exposing yourself a little bit by bit to those things. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think also um, when it comes to your career, so I think that innately, not all humans are curious. That's just what it is. So I loved, Carissa, that you said like part of your desire is that you are curious by nature, uh, but not everyone is. And you really need to find something that's going, and a lot of people educate themselves because, not because they're curious about something, but because a challenge has come to them and they need to get past this barrier personally or professionally. Um, I've done it in both aspects where I like, the behavior of a toddler. Like, I do not know what to do with this tantrum. Um, I'm going to read a blog about it or a book about it. Like, I'm going to educate myself to make a better, wiser decision as a parent that was influenced by education and not emotion. So, you know, I think there's that part of it is like, not everyone's going to be curious. And um, Jen, I agree with you that reading is really important. And I don't like to read about, I've been a career salesperson. I've been in sales over 15 years. I don't like to read sales books. Like I don't find a ton of value in reading a sales book, but I do find value in reading books about people who I respect in my industry. Not saying a how-to book, but like Seth Godin is a marketing maven and we all love Seth. I love Seth. I'm not a marketer per se by trade, but my profession currently is selling marketing. So I have found myself leaning into more about learning and reading about people I like in the industry I work in more so than like, I want to read a sales book to like be better at my job, Mm -hmm. um, which you can absolutely do. It's just for me that has never really felt authentic or resonated, but I think there's many ways to grow your knowledge about your industry, but that doesn't have to be directly related to your day-to-day job. And it's just something for our listeners to consider is that what, what specialty do you work in? What environment do you work in? Like, how can you have better conversations by leveraging an educational pathway, meaning a book, a blog, a, a podcast to learn more about that? Yeah. And I, something that I realized that I did a couple of years ago, because I was, you know, in the beginning of my career, I had no clue what I was doing. I was just doing the tasks that were given to me every day, trying to not, you know, get in hot water, uh, working at a software startup. And I realized that the more that I was researching at a necessity, I found those influencers and uh, bloggers that mattered to me, that like fired up a passion and like an interest that I didn't know I had. And that's nuts, right? Like kind of learning things because you have to, because you have to get through your job and you need to have, be able to have competent conversations and be able to do what's assigned to you. It's so crazy how, you know, finding people that you respect in your field can lean you into all these new topics that you didn't know existed. And so that's how I follow a lot of the uh, marketers that I follow on LinkedIn and subscribe to their blogs and stuff like that. And, you know, whenever I am like feeling a lack of inspiration, I go to their website, I go to their blogs and I start digging through their material. Cause I'm like, I need something. I need something to wake up my soul. Cause it woke up my soul whenever I was just trying to desperately learn. Right. Yeah. So now yeah. it's a source of inspiration for me. 
Yeah, but we were talking a little off the call, Carissa, about kind of calling out and finding our own teachers or find your own inspirational guru, right? It doesn't have to be 87 different networks that you sub could subscribe to. You could just find one person who you super respect, who you really like. And with if they're cons uh, consistently pushing out content, you could just follow them and feel like you're getting a constant burst of, you know, yeah education without feeling overwhelmed like you have to be a part of every single thing right like i i i've mentioned to you this to you jen i i love off-page seo i think it's fun and um neil patel is like one of the best for like following his blog oh my gosh like he has videos he has courses on youtube he has blogs like he has um like workbooks you can download and i've never not learned something from him i've never right and, i mean his his domain authority is like kind of nuts <laughs> on Google. It's like actually insane. So, I mean, that's someone that I like, I respect entirely. And I, um, it's, it's the one source for like SEO. And then I love reading uh, Jay Bear's material about affiliate marketing. Right. And there, there's just, everybody has that like niche and you don't need to just like subscribe to every marketing newsletter that is out there or every industry newsletter you don't need that you don't need to like flood your inbox with that like find stuff that matters to you or find someone that like teaches you in a way that you can um understand right because yeah. i mean all these online courses uh like google analytics uh moz um an seo tool has like a boot camp that you can go through there's an, and HubSpot courses. There's so many things across the board that you can do to learn. But yeah. if you're not someone who processes that information by like watching a video, like go look for interactive courses, like things that you can click on as you go, you know, uh, right. download guides. Like it, you have to consume the information in a way that works for you because the fact of the matter is sometimes learning like from a textbook concept doesn't always work. And it, mm -hmm. Continuing education is not. Well, I think you guys touched on that during the the prep for the call. Um, that like, con continuing education doesn't education period doesn't have to happen in a classroom, right? Like, I I took a very traditional um, education path. I you know graduated high school. I went to a four year university. I got um you know a master's degree like i educated myself and i would consider myself like a lifelong learner but not in the four walled sense right so like i find myself like learning even like this is not crazy but like remembering like the names of yoga poses that you're doing that's learning right. um you know like becoming a plant mom i now know how the best ways to water a plant like i'm definitely like I'm a learning by doing i see your fake plant i'm definitely a learning by a doing kind of person um and that like literally goes back to my childhood where like my brother who is downstairs babysitting my daughter right now my younger brother him and my mom would play video games and i like they were like let me show you and i'm like no like give me Give me the controller. Let me do it. I am a deep end, head first. I want to figure this out and get in the muck kind of person. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to tell me how to do it. And so I know that my learning style is raw and dirty and I don't want to sit in four walls and figure that out anymore. I want to have a camera in my hand with a note, a little note of like some top tips on how to use it and figure it out. And then, then I want to 
like even reading like Seth Godin books, like you can apply this to anything, go to a yoga class, then coming home and saying, okay, this is what worked. This is what didn't. Now right. let me figure out where I need to go from here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just do that. Like take note. I, I don't learn that way. And so I didn't, hadn't realized at such a young age, I figured that out. And I go back to like, you know, playing Zelda and being like, give me the damn remote and let me try. <laughs> that was really my first, like, aha, like I'm, I learned by doing. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's important to figure that out as you're an adult so that you can go to, you know, I want to watch a video. I want to listen to a podcast. I want to read a book. You really need to pinpoint what works best for you and be honest with yourself about that because there's no bad way to receive new knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now I'm curious about how all of us learn. Jen, tell me how you learn. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. I feel like it depends what I'm doing, but I typically do learn really well with a combination of um, like visual with writing or typing it out. Like I need to be doing them side by side. And a big thing for me is I need to reflect back on things and almost like study them later in order to retain them. Some people I know have just incredible memories. They hear something once and then a week from now they could say like, oh yeah, it was exactly that. That's not my learning style. I need to capture it and then I need to visually go back and read it again and reflect on it. and I feel like that's an important aspect that we sometimes can lose, especially especially if we're in that always learning mindset where it's just always like something new, something new, something's new, but you're not actually soaking any of that in and applying it or growing from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I stand. Yeah. No, it's interesting. And like, um, I, I, I do, I also have to write things down sometimes, but it's, I figured out my learning process like way too late like after I had already graduated college like there was no saving my test scores it was all over but like once I I started my career I realized someone could tell me how to do something it wouldn't matter like especially when it came to like because I've used software so much like in different roles in my career I've got to stare at that thing like stare, stare at the dashboard of the software click around figure out like where stuff is, then I'm going to go read the guide on how to accomplish X, Y, Z with, and then I'm going to follow specific instructions on how to do it. And I'm going to write out those instructions so that I have those instructions. And you know what, after I write it, I will never forget it. Yeah. It's interesting. It's convoluted. I don't understand it, but it happened way too late in my life. (laughs) I like it. You get the lay of the land. You're like, let me get the lay of the land before I start like navigating and figuring out what I want to do. The planner mentality. It's awful. (laughs) (laughs) It flows like that. And we were talking too a little bit earlier about some people learn, they like to learn all at once. So some people will sit down and say, I'm doing this project and I'm going to spend all day on this one task. I'm going to focus exclusively on this, no distractions. Yep. Other people like little bite size increments. Someone to use your software example might say, okay, I'm going to like poke around in here for five, 10 minutes. And then I'm going to step away and like tomorrow I'll come back with fresh eyes and have like a new context of what I need to learn or whatever. Um, and that's another important element that you have to locate about your personality and your style, because if you're trying to 
force yourself to sit down for three hours and do something when you know you work best in 30 minute bursts, mm-hmm. it's going to be really hard for you to retain anything and learn. Yeah. Um, so I am, um, where the hell's the box? I'm reading this box. Is it right okay. here? Okay. I've been reading it for a while. It's called When. Oh, by Daniel I H. Pink, and I love I I love him. And um, Jen, I did a little bit of you. I I underlined. Jen's a note taker in her books. I've seen her read. She's a note taker. <laughs> she already told you. Um, I sat next to her on a plane. I know her life. When you sit next to someone on a plane, you know their life. Like you know what this. Like you know their life when you sit next to them on a plane. You're like, I see you. So um, this book is amazing. I have been trying to read it for a really long time. I'm not that far into it. And I'm going to tell you why. Because he has this theory that there are different types of learners. And there are larks, owls, and third birds. And so there are people who learn, retain and learn better and do better, do things better in the morning in the evening or in the middle of the day and that most of us do better in the morning and i am 100% this person like i wake up early on like it's like when i was doing my mba i was working full time and i was doing my mba online i even on the weekends i would get up at like 5 in the morning because if i didn't get up right away and start using my mind processing and focusing i'm done like right. at, we're filming this right now everybody at 4:35 p.m. I'm cooked. I don't know what's happening. Who are you? (laughs) Like I am done. And so if I, I choose to do all of my, like, and now I have a toddler at home and a husband at home. We're still quarantining, but whatever. I get up early now to do all of my thinking tasks. Cause Mm -hmm. if I don't get it done right away, it'll, it automatically goes till tomorrow. So there are things that I'm like, well, didn't do it before 9am. See you tomorrow at five. Like (laughs) The rest of the day is not happening. I know I can do other things, right? Like I can, I don't know, have meetings and, you know, do, but, but if I have to do something, I am an, an early bird when it comes to using my mind to its full capacity. There are some people who are night owls who like, like, like the Einsteins of the world who are like in their garage tinkering and like, bing, the idea comes to them that the light bulb should have two connectors in the middle of it. And that's how it's going to turn on. He did that in the middle of night. I would have done it first thing in the morning. And so not only do you need to know like your learning style, but you also should really uncover for yourself and identify when you do your best work and then do that stuff then. So like, I don't, I can't read a book at three o'clock in the afternoon, uh, let's say an educational book, right? Like if I'm just reading a joyful, you know, um, what's his name? I love him. He writes about all of the love stories that happened down at the beach in the Outer Bay. Yes. <laughs> I can read Nicholas Sparks whenever. But like, this is why I haven't gotten far in this book is because I need to read it at five in the morning. And I have so many other things on my list right now that need to get done at five in the morning. Right. I highly recommend everyone reads this though, because it really helps you uncover. Here it says in the back, the groundbreaking book that unlocks the scientific secrets of good timing to help you flourish at work, school, and at home. It's so good, at least the first 40 pages. And um, (laughs) within the first 40 pages, though, I was able to identify like, wow, this book is already impactful to me as and and learning more about myself. So it was really cool. I love love that. Being self-aware, it's, 
I've heard this so many times and it didn't click until probably like a couple of years ago. Like there's nothing wrong with anything about you, like your working style, your working personality. Like if you understand and own exactly what you are, you're going to be brilliant. Mm -hmm. But if you fight like against like what works for you, like working early in the morning, like, um, you know, constructing your day a certain way or not learning in the way that like fits you, like you're going to struggle out of your mind always. Right. Mm -hmm. and it's going to like, uh, hinder your performance or just you in life. <laughs> right. I agree. And yeah. I feel like for the people that may have tuned into this podcast, hoping to find like the secret weapon that they need to like finally learn, I would say the biggest takeaway is to identify those different learning styles from that, that work best for you. Cause we could tell you all day long, go to lynda.com, go to Udemy, go do this, go do that. These free online courses, but you still at the end of the day need to find out like your when, like Jackie said, how long you work well and find like your niche, find things that you're passionate about that you can really focus on because all the tricks in the book aren't going to help you if you don't know these things about yourself already. And do you say, I say it, I'm so glad you said Udemy. I was like, Udemy, Udemy. I, I've taken like <laughs> photography courses. I have no and idea how to say it either. I don't but they're great. I like, I like Udemy, Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y listeners. It's U-D-E-M-Y.com. You can pay for classes. They have free classes, but I got, um, what I, Jeff, you probably, you would not, you have one of these, I think, like the Nikon, uh, uh, DLSR camera, you know, like a Canon rebel shot. I got one of those, which I lovingly call the, I had the baby camera. Everyone gets one. They have a baby. If they don't already have one, <laughs> nobody uses them, but everyone buys them. <laughs> so I got one and I like wanted to learn how to like blur backgrounds and I took a course and I have this little notebook that sits over here with like, this is how you blur a background and this is how you do this, the aperture and the speed and the whatever. I had no idea about any of that. I highly recommend those courses. Like I said, the one I took was free. Um, they all kinds of topics though. Like if you want to learn mm -hmm. anything, you can go there and learn it, which I really love. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are even, even really, in my opinion, high quality courses, you can get pretty cheap. They offer sales sometimes. I got this whole insane like piano lesson course for $4.99 or something like that. Um, and it's pretty incredible. It had like live videos showing them like playing. It was, it was great. Very cool. Well, do you play piano now? No, I may have just sold it on the Facebook marketplace. Few weeks ago. Ah! But I tried. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, <laughs> listeners. I identified that I have other creative outlets that yes. I excel at. And I realized I was putting too much pressure on my plate. And that music is just not something that's like in my avenue for learning. I'm just not, music isn't something there for me. I'm more of a writer. That is my platform. So. Well, but like you have like, you have, like you said, creative outlets. And this is a, this is, this is a great moment on the show right now, because like you had the desire to learn about something. You sought out the appropriate way to learn. You got the things needed. You got the keyboard. I assume it was a keyboard and not a full piano, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you got a key. I was like, hey girl, you sell that baby grand. You sell her. <laughs> so you got the, you got a keyboard, you took the class, you put the time. So you were, you learned something. 
but then you just learned it wasn't for you. And so I think don't be afraid to take the time and to spend, if you have the energy to give, don't be afraid to give the energy to something to then find out it's not for you because the the risk of not doing it, you should be more scared of that than the risk of committing to something and it just not being something you love. Right. Exactly. And it, I mean, to learn something for the first time is going to be a little bit of a struggle, especially for people that, um, aren't like innately, I don't want to use the word gifted because that's like so crappy, but if it doesn't come natural to you, it might take a little bit to get over that hump to really start hit the ground running. But I don't know. There's only so many hours in a day as we all know, and you only have so much energy and time and resources to commit to something. So make sure that where you're investing your energy is something that you really love. Kind of like Jackie said. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And I especially think right now we're all being pulled in a lot of different directions professionally and personally. For those of you listening, you know, in the current time, like we're still working through COVID and those of you who are going to be listening to this in the future, like don't Google anything about it. Um, It was (laughs) terrible, but you know, bandwidths are full. And like you just said, Jen, like be, you know, you want to be careful about where you're spending your energy but don't be fearful about spending energy. Like I'd almost rather like you dive in and try than not try at all. And I think we should link out to some of these great resources like Linda and Udemy, because if you're unaware of them, like I didn't know about lynda.com until I joined our agency and Jen, and I don't know, Krista, have you used Linda? I I haven't, um, but I I am aware of it. Yeah. So is it just for like marketing Jen or does she do everything? I don't think so. So I, I specifically did use it for marketing context. But yeah. I so I think it's pretty, let's, yeah, I think it's pretty industry specific, but like, I'm sure there are a lot of marketers listening to this podcast. Like lynda.com is an amazing resource. I'd also say that HubSpot for marketers out there. Um, if you're interested in like inbound methodologies and better marketing concepts and tools, HubSpot offers some free training that we've all taken. And it's just, fan it is top notch um if you're looking to get into an agency or an industry like ours getting your hubspot certifications is really going to get you far and again certification is more of a formalized education route obviously it's not a paid certification but in in your industry sometimes you're going to have to do more formalized education um to make sense for your career so don't be like a naysayer because there's a certificate and like you're too out of you don't want to go to school like you're still going to be doing yourself a favor right absolutely yeah and i i mean guys for those of you listening if you aren't like finding something that's like sparking some sort of interest in you, just keep digging. I mean, pay attention to the things that you're interested in outside of work, because sometimes there's just so many different pillars of life. And like, sometimes continuing education isn't going to be all about your professional life. I mean, sometimes you, like, you're going to become like the most amazing, like badass cook because you were interested in it and you kept like digging and digging and finding more information. Um, Jen, I know you do book reviews. Like you are like my content queen and I love everything that you do associated with content, right? Like we find different things that spark joy. And like, if it's not, if it's not professional, like focus on yourself guys, like just hone in on something, care about something and research the hell out of it. 
Um, well, that's all we've got today for you guys. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. And please join us. We are going to be talking about plants at some point. I'm going to push for it to be the next episode. Yeah. I'm going to plant. Y'all have a great Are you going to get rid of whatever that plastic thing is next to you? <laughs> okay. I told you I'm sending you one in the mail. So you're going to be getting a plant. See, it's, it's a plan. <laughs> Sadly, that'll do it for this week's episode of Maiden Voyage. We'd like to thank you, our amazing listeners, because let's face it, lady life is hard. It's incredible how much we accomplish every day, and we all deserve awards just for existing. If you're watching the show, make sure that you subscribe, click on that thing for instant notifications, speak your mind in the comments, and share us with your fellow voyagers.